You're listening to Breathe, Focus, Repeat, a podcast about business ownership and self-discovery. I'm Brooke Monahan. I help people simplify their work so they can breathe and focus on what they love. And in this podcast, I tell my story as a brand new business owner and shed a light on what it really takes to make it happen for yourself. guys, welcome to another episode of Breathe, Focus, Repeat. This is episode 10, and I am really excited to be recording this episode today because it's going to be a little bit of a different type of episode. So up until this point, I have really been focused on sharing my experience with you guys um, with what it has been like to go from working a full-time kind of traditional day job to transitioning into being self-employed. And, you know, I really do want to continue to share that with you. Um, But one of the things that has been happening, and this is fantastic, is that people have been reaching out to me about how I can help them in their own businesses or as they try to kind of transition into starting a business. Um, And so what it's come kind of come to my um, you know the forefront of my mind that I really need to do is sort of make the transition into talking to you guys specifically about what it is that I do because I do help people in their own businesses and I do help brand new business owners some of the time um, and so, giving you guys the insight into specifically what it is that I do is sort of going to be the focus of most of the episodes going forward because, you know, I can tell you guys about my experience, um, you know, over and over again. And I do, I do plan on continuing to do that. But really my reason for wanting to do that is that I want to inspire people to take action. And, you know, there's ways that I help people in my business take action in their own businesses. And by giving you some insight into exactly how it is that I can help you in your own business um, and kind of just like giving you all of the things that I know here so that you can begin to take action in your own business. That's really the goal of all of this is that I want you to start to take those steps to getting the things done that you want to get done in your own life or in your own business. Um, Or maybe that means, you know, transitioning into your own business. So today in this episode, I want to talk to you specifically about some of the reasons that I see people trying to use like systems for productivity and that sort of thing, Um, why they are not working. So before we get into the meat of the episode, there's a couple of things that I want to draw your attention to. So the first thing is if you are not on my email list and you're not already getting my weekly emails, um, I send one out every week and I try to make these super useful for you guys. So you're going to hear a little bit later in this episode about um, a template that I'm going to be sending out to you guys via email this week that will be related to this episode to kind of help you put this stuff into action. Um, And and I'm really treating the people on my email list as like my hardcore, like, you know, ride or die. So um, all of the people who are on my email list, I'm trying to give you like the best of the best that I have. And I'm really shifting a lot of my focus toward my email list because I'll be honest with you guys, like starting this business and putting so much time and energy into social media is really exhausting because there's so much of a focus on followers, followers, followers. And it's like, 
like those followers are not necessarily engaged with what I do. And so I don't know that it's the best use of my time to put all of my best stuff on social media. Um, you know, I really think that the best use of my time is to give my best stuff to the people who are engaged enough that they're on my email list, because that's where like I get replies from people. Oh my gosh. I love when people reply to my, my emails. If you are on my email list, please reply to my emails. It like makes my day. It's so much more of a genuine and close connection with people. And so if you love what I'm doing, make sure that you get on there. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you to get on there to get the, um, the email that I'm going to be sending out with this episode. And then you'll start getting them from there moving forward with all of like my best stuff that I want to give to my really engaged followers. And it helps me out a lot just to kind of get to know you guys a little bit better and what it is that you're looking for and how I can help you more. So I would love that. The other thing that I wanted to make sure that you guys know is, as you know from listening to previous episodes, um, I work with a company called HoneyBook. So HoneyBook is a client management software. I've had a few people ask me what that means. So basically like I use HoneyBook. I've used them since before I was working with them as an affiliate. So if you subscribe to HoneyBook via the link that's in the show notes, I do make money off of that. It is an affiliate link, but it's really important to me that people know that like I would not be offering that um, if I didn't really believe in them. And I have recommended them to a lot of my clients since before I was even working with them because it's just such an easy way to manage your client workflow. So for me, I use HoneyBook to basically... um, integrate with my all of the other programs that I use to automate my client workflow, meaning people go on my website, they can get on my calendar, which by the way, is probably going to be going away soon. So I'll tell you a little bit about more about that in a minute, uh, but they can get on my calendar. Um, once they book with me to have a intro call, like a 30 minute discovery call, which is like the free consult, it, it pops up in HoneyBook. I can go into HoneyBook, assign a project to it, which is usually just, I just, you know, put the, the client's name on there. Like this is a person that I'm working with. It assigns a project to that person. After we have our initial call. I can then go into that project and just choose a template for whatever it is that they expressed interest in working with me on. And it will send them a proposal for what that would look like, what the cost would be, and a contract. They can then sign it on their end. There's a client portal that they can log into. They can sign it, make a payment. I can take payment right through HoneyBook. After that, they automatically get an email, which um, I set up through an integration that HoneyBook has with Gmail. So they automatically get an email that lets them know like all of the expectations um, for what it's going to be like when we work together. And from there, um, that client portal that I mentioned stays active through the whole time that we're working together. And anytime that I I want to share files with a client or communicate with a client, It goes to them via email, but it also goes to them via this client portal. And it's just a really good way to keep all of your stuff organized by client and by project. So HoneyBook is actually specifically created for creatives who have creative businesses. It's really good for people who do like event planning and that sort of thing, or also people like, you know, graphic designers or people who have more creative businesses. That's actually one of the reasons why I started using it because I knew that I could use it for myself, but also if I got to know it, 
it might be great for my clients. So the point of me telling you all of this is that I have added a new offer, which is that if you think that HoneyBook would be great for you and your business and you sign up using my affiliate link, I will do a free call with you to help you set it up. Um, and I will do some of the setup and implementation for you because I do get paid for it and it is enough to totally make it worth my while to help you guys make sure that it works for you. And I really want it to work for you and I don't want to just like throw more links at you or more resources and then have you like be on your own trying to get it set up. So if it sounds like something that would be good for you, I'm going to put, well, there's always the link in the show notes about HoneyBook. Um, you can follow that link. You get 50% off on your first year. And then you would also get that call with me to get it set up. All you have to do is sign up through that link. And um, I will see that you signed up and I will get in touch with you and see if you need um if you need any help. So I am excited to introduce that offer. The other offer that I'm introducing while we're at it, I may as well just tell you guys like everything that's been going on over the past week um, is systems audit. So if you have a business and you want someone to just look at like, how could things be easier? What systems do you need to implement? Like is, are the things that you're using a good fit? Um, all of that I will do. I'm now doing just like quick 45 minute, like one-off calls. And then you get a customized report that tells you everything that you could do to potentially make things a little bit easier for yourself or make things flow a little bit easier and like exact action steps um, for what you need to do to um, make those improvements in your business. So I'm trying to, I'm sure that you guys are hearing this, I am trying to get my messages to not come through on my computer right now because it's like dinging up a storm and like I am not this popular I never get this many messages and of course now that I'm recording I am getting all of these messages man I'm sorry you guys okay um so like I mentioned, um, I do think that the ability to just book me through my website is going to be going away because I have filled up. I have like one spot as of right now. So if you would like to work with me on like a longer term basis, aside from just getting HoneyBook set up or having me just look, take a quick look at your systems, um, definitely get in touch with me. Go ahead and um go to my website and um, you can get on my calendar right now. If that link has gone away, then send me an email or send me a DM and just let me know and I can see if I can work anything out. Um, but I'm taking one more person and then there's going to be an application process to work with me. And um, I don't expect to have availability again until like December. So just a heads up on that. Okay, you guys, I think that I, I had to pause for a second and I think that I have gotten the text message situation under control. My gosh, my iMessages were just like blowing up, of course, like right now as I go to record. Anyway, all right. I am excited to get into this episode. Like I said, I want to talk to you guys today about why the systems that you're trying to use to keep yourself on track and productive are not working. So as some of you know, um, I am, my background before moving into self-employment was in project management. So I ha am certified as a project management professional. I did some project management and it's interesting to me because I hear so much talk about project management 
now that I have left that field, just kind of amongst like other entrepreneurs and other business owners, especially creative business owners. And what's interesting to me is that there are so many tools for project management out there and there's so little um, information built into those tools on how to effectively use them. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about in this episode is about why your project management or software or your task managers are not working. And I think that the first reason for that is that a lot of people are trying to use their project management software or their task managers to like accomplish a completely unreasonable amount of work. So the first thing that I see happen is people will brain dump everything into their project management software. So they literally like will make a list of everything that they possibly want to do. And then they use their project management software to try to schedule all of that stuff in their brain dump. First thing I want to tell you is that your brain dump definitely has things in it that you don't actually need to do. So either you don't need to do it right now, you don't need to do it yourself, like you could have somebody else do it or you could ask for help. Um, A lot of these things may be things that are like not even in your control. Sometimes um, I have a lot of things that come to me that I'm like, okay, I need to do this right now. And then when I really think about it, I'm like, not really. That's just me being anxious about something and thinking that there's like something that I can do about it. And when I really think about it, I realize that that isn't really something that I really need to do. Um, also a lot of the things in that like brain dump that you create are going to be things that are not truly aligned with what you want or what you're really trying to achieve. So before you put anything into a project management software or a task manager. You need to go through your brain dump and start eliminating things. Don't just put everything in there. I see people do this all the time. Like they treat this tool as something that is going to get them to achieve every single thing that is in their brain. And I promise you that your brain is always going to be going faster and coming up with more things than you can do. It's just the way that it works, especially when you're working for yourself and you're just in that kind of like state of anxiety. So before you put anything in there, you need to write out your brain dump and you need to start eliminating things. So is it really something that is going to move you forward? Is it really aligned with your priorities? Do you need to do it by yourself? Can you ask for help? Um, Is it a priority right now? And what is a realistic amount of time to give yourself to do these things? So this is the other thing that I see happen is people just kind of like arbitrarily assign due dates to things. And sometimes like it's totally unrealistic the amount of time that they expect this to take. So what we're tempted to do when we plan projects is go straight for from one task to the next. But the reality is, is that if you have a lot of projects running at one time, it's not realistic for you to be able to do that because what ends up happening is like you can't operate on one task one day and then one task the next day in the same project. Because if you do that with all of your projects, then what ends up happening is you're doing like one task from like five different projects a day. And the next thing you know, like it might sound like simple to do like one thing one day, one thing the next. But if you're doing that with all of your projects, you are going to way overload yourself on top of doing everything else that you need to be doing on a daily basis to run your business. It's just totally not realistic. So You need to start to schedule your tasks. So 
First thing, look at that brain dump. See what you can eliminate. Whatever it is that you have left, be realistic about how much time it is going to take you to accomplish each of those tasks if you were to just sit down with complete focus. Then look at your calendar. So task managers do not take our calendars into account. You have to take your calendar into account. And it's a really good way to overwhelm yourself by just creating due dates and not looking at your calendar. So for me, I like to write my tasks and deadlines out on my desk calendar along with all of my appointments or engagements for the day so that I can look at that day and be like, okay, this is the task that I need to complete today, but this is everything else that I have going on today. And if it's more than like two to three things, um, I really start to analyze like if it's too much. And we are, it's really hard to accept to only schedule yourself for like a few things a day, especially if you're used to working a day job where the expectation is like back to back to back to back. But first of all, do you really want all of that in your own business for yourself? Like, isn't that the whole point of working for yourself that is that you do not have to do that? But secondly, like, let's be honest about the amount of bullshit that goes on in a day job. Like you may be in back to back to back to back meetings in a day job, but when you are scheduling your days for yourself in your business, you're scheduling yourself for things that you are going to finish, like actually complete. It's not like a meeting where you're just kind of like talking about what needs to be done. A lot of meetings are planning. They're not actually execution. So don't force yourself to have a ton of back-to-back-to-back things that you need to complete on your schedule each day because it's really not realistic to do like more than maybe two to three things a day. And It is okay to do this, I promise you, because it is going to make your project management softwares work so much better. It's going to make everything run smoother and it's going to make you kind of start to like trust yourself with these tools and actually start to follow them more when you see that they're actually working. So you're going to start thinking that there's something wrong with your work ethic um, if you don't stick with these like back to back to back tasks and you're going to start to blame yourself and it's going to fuck up with your it's going to fuck up your momentum like that's just the way that it works so you may as well under schedule and be really planful about it it will still get done that way and actually it's going to keep you using that task manager because the due dates that you set for yourself are actually going to be realistic and guess what if you only schedule yourself to do like two to three things in a day which by the way this is like on top of all of your other shit that you need to do day to day in your business so like this is a lot if you end up with more time then you're allowed to move on to the next thing but don't schedule yourself for like five tasks in a day it's just a really easy way to totally like mess up your momentum and make it so that you just start to avoid looking at the due dates in your task manager altogether. So I am actually going to be sending out in the link in the show notes, there's going to be um, in the show notes, there's going to be a link to a template that I created to help you go through this process of how to make the most of your project management software and your task manager. So it is going to show you how to make an activities list. So all of the tasks that go into your projects, it's gonna then walk you through like creating um, realistic durations for those and then how to actually create realistic due dates. And if you are someone who likes to use a project management software, you can then use this 
uh, template that I'm going to send you as like the baseline for what to put into your project management software. If you don't like using a project management software, then you can still use this template and just put it on your calendar. So if you're interested in that, go follow the link in the show notes. If you're already on my email list, you're going to get an email um, with that template so that you can start using that because this is something that I see all the time and it is such a big mistake to treat your project management software like it is just a tool to just accomplish every single thing in your brain in a totally unrealistic timeline. And like you can put it in there all you want, but you still have to do that work. And if you are scheduling yourself to do an unrealistic amount of work, I promise you it is not going to work. And the next thing that you know, you are going to be just not even looking at that program because the due dates are going to mean nothing to you anymore. I have seen it so many times and I have done it to myself so many times. So that is number one. You are using the tools to try to execute an unreasonable amount of work. Number two is your systems may not be working because your systems may not be there to be used. They may be there to just make you feel organized. So this is a really big one. A lot of people who consider themselves highly organized waste a fuckload of time organizing themselves. So it doesn't mean that they aren't organized. That's not what I'm saying. It just means that the level of organization that they are achieving isn't actually helping them get shit done. So if you are the kind of person who considers yourself highly organized and you spend a ton of time organizing yourself, are you sure that the amount of time that you are putting into organizing yourself, that that is actually paying off with saved time? So tell me if you can relate to this. This feeling that like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. I just need to sit down and organize my thoughts. There's nothing wrong with doing that, but if you keep doing that, then the system that you are using to organize your thoughts is not a system. It is actually just a coping mechanism. It is making you feel better, but it is not actually doing anything to move you forward. In fact, it's something that you keep stopping to do to make yourself feel better. So here's what to look out for, to know if your system is there to be used or if it's just there to make you feel better. You keep putting things on your calendar in your planner or in your project management software, but then you don't even attempt to stick to it after. Like you don't even try. You, when you do it, you think that you're going to, but by like the next day, you are like, okay, I feel better. I don't even really need that anymore. And you're not even really looking at it. Or you organize and schedule everything. And then you walk away feeling so much better. But three days later, you're questioning the entire approach that you laid out for yourself. So this one is going to bring us back to something I touched on in number one. If your to-dos are not aligned with your priorities and you aren't being thoughtful about what you even want or need to be doing, then expect this one to crop up. So you're making a brain dump. You're then scheduling everything meticulously. And then like three days later, you're like, do I even really need to be doing this? And if you're thinking that, then no, you probably don't. But you could have avoided that by going through what I mentioned in step one and eliminating some of those things off of your to-do list. Because a lot of the things that come through in our to-do lists are anxiety driven. They are not priority driven. So 
If you are not really careful to align the things that you're trying to spend your time on with your priorities, then expect that a few days after you, you know, create this whole plan for yourself, you might be questioning the whole thing. And that usually happens when you're using that system as a coping mechanism, not as a system to actually get things done. So that is number two. So your systems are not there to be used. They are there to just make you feel organized. Number three is that you aren't allowing your systems to be enough or you think that you should be doing it other people's way. So I see this a lot. I had three different people within two days while I was on calls with them turn their camera cameras around on our video call to show me that they have post-its everywhere. And they're like, oh my God, look at what a mess I am. Like, look at this. I have like no system for anything. And here's the thing. If that's what keeps you organized, then like, fuck yes, just do it. Do you have any idea how many post-its I have on my wall? I am recording this um, to put on YouTube as well as for the podcast. So anyone who is listening, I apologize. But to everybody else, look at this. Like, post-its everywhere. There is nothing wrong with fucking post-its. I fucking love post-its. And so what? So does everyone else. It is a ridiculously successful product for a reason because it is amazing and it is a really good way to keep yourself organized. So it is so common for us to underestimate the tools that we use to organize ourselves and think that other people must have it figured out. And if only we adopted their system, then we would feel organized. But it is not true. I promise you. Here is the, the secret about your system versus everyone else's system. The reason that so many systems exist is because there are so many different types of people and teams and no one system works for everyone. Also, guess what? Even the person who is doing things the way that you think that you should be doing them, even they think that they're a mess sometimes. Even they get overwhelmed. Remember what I had just said about how so many people use project management softwares or task managers to try to schedule a completely unreasonable amount of work? Big reason for that is because, like I said, they're using that as a coping mechanism to deal with the fact that they are stressed out and overwhelmed. So don't let watching other people's systems fool you, we all have those moments. We all do. I do it all the time. I sit down and start organizing my thoughts to make myself kind of like feel better about things all the time. And there is nothing wrong with doing that at all. Just be aware of the fact that that's what you're doing and have a, an approach that is actually going to be effective lined up. And your system that is actually effective might be fucking post-its. So the feeling of like, I'm a mess and I'm doing it wrong is rarely an indication of reality. I promise you. I had a client recently who is telling me that like, she had no idea how to schedule her client work. She was telling me that she's a total mess. She just like pulls these timelines completely out of her ass. She has no idea what she's doing. And yet she's been doing this for 10 years. She is running a business entirely on referrals. So everyone that works with her loves working with her and is referring her. She does not do like any social media, anything, no advertising. It's all referrals. Her clients are obviously recommending her. She does not have an issue meeting deadlines. So I said to her, and I would say this to you, like, you know how to do your work. 
you you do. You know what it is that you need to do. Don't let anyone make you think that you don't because you don't use some fancy system to keep yourself organized. Like this woman who is convinced that she is like a total mess, she totally had it. I am not saying that it is good to feel frazzled or that you should just accept feeling frazzled. Maybe you do need to introduce some new things to keep yourself organized, but usually this is as simple as a client management system or a scheduling tool. It doesn't mean that you need to like completely overhaul your entire business. In those moments, we get so overwhelmed because we think that we need to dump like three weeks into rebuilding the entire way of operating. And then we get even more overwhelmed because we don't have the time. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have to rebuild your systems. You just need to, in those moments where you think like, I have no idea what I am doing. I am so overwhelmed. And you are convincing yourself that you need to do it some other way and you can't just let the systems that you use that work for you be enough what is way more effective than trying to figure out a new way to do it is to take a deep breath like just stop take a deep breath trust yourself remind yourself that you have like you know what you're doing you know how to get this stuff done you always figure it out remind yourself of that remember what works for you and just fucking go with it. Don't force yourself to start over. Instead, see what couple of things you can introduce to maybe make things easier. And then just embrace the fucking post-it. Embrace the planner. Embrace the paper calendar. You do not need to do everything digitally. If it doesn't work for you, stop trying because I promise you, like, you are going to put so much time into making that work for you. And if it's not working, that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you and your like productivity, it means that that's not the right system for you. So just let what works for you be enough. I promise you it is okay. And the other reason why the systems might not be working is that you aren't reflecting uh, after the fact on what worked or what didn't and then making adjustments. So it's really easy to just be like, well, I suck and I don't stick with things. So I just, it's just not going to work. But what would happen if every week you took the time to reflect on how things went? So once a week, I do this every week. What worked? What didn't work? Did you even look at your task manager? Did you look at your calendar? Like, what do you want to do more of? Like, which of those things is working for you? What should you be doing more of that's actually working? What can you shift or change up? And then change your approach next next week and see what works. Because if you are not making changes and you're just kind of accepting the fact that it's not working, it's going to keep not working. Now, I know exactly what you're all going to do now that I have told you this. You're going to be like, well, obviously, yeah, like... If I, I mean, those are obvious questions to ask yourself. Like, yeah, obviously, like if I, if I, you know, you make the changes or whatever, like that all sounds good and everything, but then you're going to go ahead and not do it. I know that you are <laughs> because I didn't do it for so long. So what I'm saying to you is that if you can take 10 minutes to actually do this, like this is going to come out on Tuesday, on Friday, Right now, if you're driving, don't do it right now. If 
But as soon as you stop, pull out your calendar and put on your on Friday or in your task manager, if that's what you follow with a due date for Friday, that you are going to take 10 minutes to reflect on what worked this week. What worked as far as like keeping you on track and getting things done? What didn't work? Were you overambitious? Could you have done more? Did you even look at your task manager this week? Were you mostly going off of your calendar? Were you wanting, like, did you have a desire to like write things down? Um, because that is the kind of reflection that is going to allow you to understand what systems work for you. And I promise understanding how you work, understanding what systems and tools actually feel good, what systems and tools aid you and assist the way that you naturally work. All of that is going to help you be productive in a way that just a new system or a new tool or a new planner, it will not. I promise you, forcing yourself to use something that doesn't really work for you will always be either a waste of time or a waste of money. And it may make you feel good in the moment to go and like buy another new planner, even though you know that you never really like, you you just stop using them eventually. Or to go into your task manager, clear everything out and redo the whole thing. And it, that might make you feel good. But go back to number two. Understand that that's more of a coping mechanism. That is not a solution-driven system. And it isn't going to actually help you get, get shit done if you aren't willing to think critically about it and reflect on how it's working for you. So you need to take the time to reflect on what is working and understand how you work. Go back to number three, let it work. Number five, fifth reason why the systems may not be working. You aren't making the adjustments. So after you take a look at what is or is not working, are you making adjustments? Are you experimenting? Are you trying new things? Or are you just sitting in that place of like, I suck, I'm lazy, I'm a disorganized mess, and like, this just doesn't work? Are you just trying to like push harder through a system that is not working? Because here's the thing, systems and tools are supposed to make things easier. So if you have to push harder just to use them, you're kind of missing the point. So it's not to say that if it isn't easy, then you're doing it wrong. It will take effort to do the, the work. That's unavoidable, of course. But what I'm saying is that if you are trying harder instead of making tweaks, then this will be an uphill battle for you. So here's a good example for you. I have tried so many different strategies to approach social media and content creation. I have tried scheduling everything ahead of time and being super formulaic about it. I've tried going completely off the cuff and just planning nothing. Both strategies just did not work for me. So the first strategy was just making me feel like a machine and my content was just not resonating resonating with people. It didn't feel particularly helpful. There wasn't any sort of like personal touch to any of it and it was just not working. So then I decided to just go like totally off the cuff, like don't plan anything and just like post what I felt like I wanted to post in the moment. That was producing content that was resonating, but it didn't really like piece together and it was taking up way too much of my time. Like, oh my God, I would just... I would just spend so much time trying to like figure out like, is this post good enough? Should I post this right now? What should the caption be? Like every single day. And it was just too much. So 
I could just keep telling myself that I suck at content creation, which don't let me fool you. Like I, I do that all the time. I, I constantly tell myself that I suck at content, content creation. <laughs> but the other thing that I do is I keep adjusting and I will keep adjusting until it feels good and it feels easy because if I don't, then it means that eventually I will either have to just continue having a shitty time or I have to just stop doing it altogether. And for me, neither of those are options. Right. So you need to keep adjusting and find the way that works for you. Don't just get wrapped up in that feeling of like, I'm just not good at this. I'm lazy. I'm not productive. I promise you that is not true. Okay. Like lazy people do not spend this much time trying to be productive. So don't get wrapped up in that kind of like spiral of like, I'm just not good at this, so I'm not going to try. Reapproach it and try it a different way and try it a lot of different ways. Even if it's a way that seems crazy or that you've never seen like that you've never seen recommended before, it is okay to make up a way that works for you. And I would actually really highly encourage it. So keep making adjustments. And if it doesn't work, then that's great. Like that's great information right? You know that that's not the way and try it a new way. It is okay to keep trying new things that does not make you wishy-washy. It makes you strategic and it makes you smart. So just because you're not sticking with the, the task manager and then you go back to it and then you don't stick with it and then you go back to it, that doesn't make you wishy-washy, right? Like if you keep jumping from system to system. If you keep making changes to try to find something that is going to work for you, then you are being smart about it. That does That is not something to like look back on and be like, oh, I just don't stick with things, okay? Everyone does it, I promise you, and it is necessary to find something that is going to work. So you need to just let that go. So I'm gonna go briefly back through those five things and think about like which of these you might be doing and which of these might be holding you back from making these systems that you're putting in place for yourself work. Um, the first one is that you're trying to use the tools to accomplish an unreasonable amount of work. Number two was that your systems aren't there to be used. They are there to make you feel organized and you are using them as a coping mechanism for your anxiety. Number three is that you aren't allowing your systems to be enough or you think that you should be doing it other people's way. Number four is that you are not reflecting. And number five is that you are not adjusting. So I hope that at least one of these resonated with you and you can take something from at least one of these. Cut yourself a break, make a shift and try something new. Okay, like if you feel like you're just having a really hard time keeping yourself on track, remember what I had said in when I was talking about number two, that it is a lot more effective to just like take, take a deep breath, remind yourself that you have totally got this. You always figure this out and you're going to figure it out. Cut yourself a break, try something different and see what feels good. Because that feeling of being overwhelmed it is a mindset and it is rarely an indication of what is really going on, I promise. So through all of this, the main thing that I want you to know is that you do know how to get shit done. You do know how to do your work. You are not a mess. You are not all over the place. You just need to take a deep breath, focus. Oh, breathe, focus, repeat. See how I did that? Look at that. And for me, this is the thing. People have always praised me for my ability to get shit done. And for me, it's like a chicken or the egg situation because I really think that that 
that causes me to be very effective and constantly make adjustments to find new ways to get things done because I know that I am capable of getting things done. It's something that I just know about myself that I can I can be really productive and I can get a lot done in like a short amount of time and be really efficient. So because I know that about myself, I'm constantly like if something isn't working, I'm constantly making adjustments. I want you to get into that headspace of thinking of yourself as someone who can be really productive and get a lot done and get in that headspace of like problem solving and how are you going to go about it? So I want you to shift your mindset and know that you can do that. You know exactly what you are doing and trusting yourself is a huge piece of the equation. And if you need help with that, then good news because I have one coaching slot left, like I said. Um, And I also have my two new offers for the Systems Audits and HoneyBook. So if you are interested in those, um, definitely go to my website and check those out. I can help you with those systems, but I really want you to get started with these things that I was talking about today in this episode and how you can just, um, you know, start to approach things a little bit differently in your business and see how you can maybe be a little bit more efficient and a little bit more productive and curb that feeling of overwhelm for the sake of more time, more balance, more ease, more grace, more confidence, and doing more of what you love and not feeling like you are caught in this state of overwhelm. So thank you guys so much. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy this episode and you got anything good out of this, please make sure that you are subscribed. I am going to start releasing some bonus episodes, so I don't want you to miss those. You'll only get them if you are subscribed. And also um, make sure that you go ahead and follow that link in the show notes to get on my list so that you can get the template that I talked to you about today to use as you reapproach your project management software this week in an attempt to get shit done. All right. Thank you guys so much. And I'll talk to you next week.